Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. There's the elevator pitch, and then there's pitching in conversation. But the trick is to not make people feel like you're pitching to them. So, how can you make it all about them and leave them wanting to know more about you? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. You've met someone at a function who asks you what you do. Don't be tempted to serve the stock standard elevator pitch, warns Andrew Ford of personal branding company Social Star. It's robotic, it's impersonal, and it doesn't allow for a natural flow of conversation. Long after you leave a social gathering, Andrew says, people will have forgotten much of what you've said but they will remember how you made them feel. So don't start off on the wrong foot. Andrew has developed a five-step pitch structure, and with a little bit of practice, it'll help you connect with clients in a more natural and personal way. First, Chris Ashmore asks, why is a good pitch important? A good pitch is important because it's the tip of the sword of the sales process. Anytime you walk out the door, you're going to bump into somebody that you know, you're going to have an opportunity to talk, someone's going to call you on the phone, and you've got to be ready with something to say that is compelling and memorable, not just because they might be a customer, but even more important, they might be a referrer for your business in the future. Mm -hmm. And if they can't remember your pitch and repeat it, then it's a wasted opportunity. But you're not a fan of the stock standard elevator pitch that we hear so much about. Well, an elevator pitch is is used as a proactive way. You know, you've got the perfect person in the elevator. You can give them a minute of content for them to remember. The problem with that is it's one way. It's push. It's no different to doing, you know, telesales and calling someone and interrupting their time to give them your message. The way I've designed my pitch process is to engage them first And then they are asking you questions about your business. Mm -hmm. So it's proactive from their perspective, which means they're actually going to be engaged rather than forcing something upon them. Well, let's have a look at your pitch process. How does that work? Sure. So there's three main parts. There's five sections, but three main parts. And for anyone to make a decision about you and your business, there's three things they need to know. Firstly, they have to have a problem. So you've got to articulate what the problem is and get them to say, yes, I have that problem. Or if they don't have the problem, that they understand what the problem is. Because if there's no problem, there's no need for a solution. The second part is, well, what is the solution? So therefore, you need to solve the problem. But what most people get it wrong is it's not your product. It is there is a solution to that problem that is a match. And your product is part of the solution, but you can't pitch your product yet. You're just going to talk about the problem. Then the last bit is, why would they get you to do it? You know, what is unique and individual and creative about you that you are the best person to solve that problem rather than anybody else because otherwise you're just stimulating ideas. So if you have those three parts, then that's enough information to go to the next step. And the next step is you want them to ask you a question such as, oh, that's really interesting. You mentioned your book. Where do I get a copy of that? Can I have a business card? Look, if you got time for coffee next week, they're buying questions. Mm-hmm. Now, if they don't have the problem, then they're not going to ask you those questions. And that's okay because they could refer you to somebody else who has the problem. If you don't articulate the problem, they're not going to be able to find the perfect client for you. 
Now, the last bit, which is actually the very start of the process, is actually what I call a tease. Now, a tease is designed to make the client or the prospect you're pitching to step forward into the conversation and open their mind. Because someone might talk to you, but they're not really interested until you engage them and they ask you the first question. They have to ask the first question, otherwise they're passive in the process and you're just selling to them instead of them buying from you. That's the whole difference. This is what e-traction is all about, is the client moving in your direction rather than you moving in their direction. Because you know what it's like. If you move towards them, what are they going to do? They're going to move back. Mm-hmm. You want them to come to you and the tease is designed for that. Then the second part is the delivery length. How do you define how long it should be? It's circumstantial. So what we're looking for is enough engagement that they will want to come to the next step because the true story of marketing is it's just about inching them along from one part to the next. The things where people go wrong is they go, oh, I've just met somebody. Can you buy my product? Relationships are not formed like that. The first part of, you know, the, the reason a pitch is so useful is it gets someone to the next step, which is generally some sort of meeting. A phone call, an asset delivery like a book or some sort of, you know, have a coffee, something like that. And that's a super useful part of the process because in that section, you know, when you go to the next level, that's where you can start talking about products because they've shown enough interest to go along that journey. And the sales process is different for all companies. But I guarantee you, if you do pitching well, because you get an opportunity to pitch all the time, every day, there's not a day I don't bump into someone I know, right? There's not a day I don't talk to somebody sometime. I kid you not, we've picked up clients who are Uber drivers because they go, you know, making chit chat, what do you do? You give them the pitch. Oh, we help people do that. Oh, you know, and you ask them a question. So what do you do on the side? Oh, actually, I'm trying to get this new business started. Perfect client. So it doesn't matter where you are. You're always talking to people and it shouldn't feel like you're selling. It should feel like they're asking you questions and you're just answering them. That's a far better way to pitch than every time I meet somebody, you know, I'm at a barbecue and everyone thinks, God, who's this guy trying to sell stuff? They're just asking me questions. I'm just giving them answers. Well, the third part of your process is storytelling. What makes a good story? Stories are ones that people can relate to. Absolutely. And stories sell. So in the problem area, instead of me saying stats and facts of, of so forth, I could say, oh, you know, my friend just was at NAB and, you know, he just got the sack because they've just, you know, da, da, da. did you hear the story on the news? Yeah, I heard it. Oh, great. So how do you feel about that? You know, what's happening in your business? Because it depends on circumstances. And so what we're doing, we're just having a conversation. But it's a story based rather than me trying to tell them through my 12-step sales process. You know what I mean? It's, It's really about engaging them. It's not about me. I already know what I do. It's about them understanding what I do through telling things that they can relate to. And so depending on the audience, the stories will differ. If I'm in a business context, it'll different to a social context. If I'm on stage, it'll differ than if I'm writing a blog. But the process and the structure is exactly the same. But there's a lot in the process. So is it just a matter of practice makes perfect? Correct. Well, I mean, there's only five bits. So if you can remember that the problem, solution, and why you, and it doesn't even have to be in that order. You know, you just have to get that content into it. And if you know what your introduction is, they're asking what's next. So really... If you can remember those three bits in the middle, that's the essence. And I suggest everyone write it down. We have a one-page performer for our clients. You write it down, and the first time you deliver it, it feels a bit awkward because you you know you're going through a process, but you don't want them to know you're going through a process. It should feel like a conversation. And so you do it a few times, and then after a while, you just you're doing it naturally, like anything. You know, you get the muscle memory. That was Social Star founder Andrew Ford. 
This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more Be Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z A R S.com.au.